Hi, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. It's easy for small business owners to dismiss the idea of investing in brand development as it's a hard one to directly measure the outcome of. And it always seems like a hefty investment to make in isolation. However, it's honestly one of the most important investments that you can ever make in your business. A brand helps create attention in the short term and it builds trust and loyalty in the long term. So, in fact, the marketing activity that's ever recommended within your your marketing ecosystem is all the more powerful if you have a great brand. And unfortunately, it's diluted if you don't. Uh, A brand developed by a brand specialist will be highly considered and it will integrate the personality and energy of a business, but it also considers the idealisms of your customer base. A brand is something that you and your team should take immense pride in amplifying and it should be something that creates an emotional connection with your customer as well as something that differentiates you from other businesses and other alternatives in your industry. I'm sorry, but a run-of-the-mill logo that you get done on the cheap might plug a gap in the first couple of years of your business, but it's not going to be a sustainable solution. So when it comes to branding, people absolutely judge a book by cover. So so don't kid yourself there. And, And this is why I've included so many interviews about this topic on the How to Do Marketing Show. Look, it's important and any marketer is actually going to tell you that. So in this episode, I speak with Ainsley Campbell, and she's a branding specialist that has worked with many of my small business clients. Ainsley is a professionally trained designer, and when she creates a brand for a business, there is no stone left unturned, which you will hear um, more about in, in the interview. Ainsley thrives on providing her clients with confidence and clarity in their business when she's actually designing their branding and marketing designs. So I started off by asking Ainsley why she loves to create brands and why this is important work for her. Yes, of course. Um, I love that you say that because I honestly tell people I love my job. (laughs) I wake up early. I'm eager to get designing. I think about my clients branding work when I'm out for my walk or I'm cooking dinner. Um, I love helping people develop their brand message and translate it into a standout identity design. 
So why is branding and messaging important? Um, I feel like you need a strong presence with a consistent style that communicates the problem you solve for people, so like their frustrations or pain points, the value you bring to them, and who their ideal client is um, or who who your ideal clients are because you've just got seconds to reach someone's attention to compel them and entice them to connect with you. So... um, It connects with your ideal customer and differentiates you from your competitors. It highlights all your best features and personality and it builds your reputation as a trustworthy expert. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's also an emotional connection with your audience and, you know, we all know that people buy from businesses that they know, like and trust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I've got an example, if, if that was okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, I, I did a rebrand for, there were an aged care facility, but they were also a retirement living um, property. Um, and that's kind of quite unique in that space. There's, it's either one or the other. Mm. Um, and they came to me because I had um, about 70% capacity and they just didn't really know what to do about it. Mm. Um, and well, you know, first off, just being completely blunt, they, you know, they didn't look good. Um, <laughs> but but also their messaging didn't portray the, the yeah, their features and the best benefits that there wasn't that big upheaval when someone was a bit older um, and that they had to, you know, move into an aged care facility. This had the best of both worlds. Um, so we went through a bit of a photo shoot and um, we tidied up the messaging so that it was, you know, articulated exactly what the value that they brought. Yeah. Um, and we also just brightened up the colour palette and and made it, yeah, a lot more, I don't want to say fun, but, yeah, just a bit more interesting. Um, and once that got rolled out, that quickly got um, straight to 100% capacity because people understood what they were offering. So I feel like um, no matter how amazing you are at your job, no one will know unless you show and communicate um, which is, yeah, so good branding is attention-worthy, I suppose. Yeah, and there's some really, really awesome reasons why businesses should really take branding seriously. Uh, branding is often something that can be a little ambiguous for, for yeah, business totally. owners. You know, it's a big word. It's all-encompassing. Um, there's a lot of perception that a brand is, you know, purely a logo um, or an icon or some colours or, or whatever. So so a brand is is a lot more than, than that. But for you personally, what is it that you love? I mean, you said that, that this kind of stuff lights you up and this is what you love to do why do you love to do it yeah interesting I feel like um I give my clients the confidence to get out there and really amplify their message um and I feel like going through the process as well they have um clarity in what they're offering to their um to their customers Um, So I really love that process. Um, I like this strategy and kind of really deep diving with them into the business. So they're working on their business, not in their business. Um, And then obviously I'm a creative person. So I love the, like, I love the creative aspect and the way that clients are like, oh, wow, I would have never thought of that. But, you know, that totally articulates, you know, me or us or, you know, their, their product. So yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I think too, 
um, certainly something that I've noticed when I do the the kind of marketing strategy deep dive is businesses have this incredible, business owners have this incredibly innate knowledge of their customers and their business and their vision. But sometimes because they're in it every day, and look, I suffer from this as well. Sometimes when you're in it every day, you suffer from, you know, paralysis by analysis or overthinking or your your thoughts get jumbled. You know it, but you can't articulate it. Totally. But I also feel like, you know, when you're inside the jar, it's really hard to have an outside perspective. Yes. So they're almost, you know, they're hiring me for my skills, but also for the fact that I'm like, oh, well, that's amazing what you're offering there. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, I, and I really saw it that way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. So how does it make you feel when one of your clients come back to you and go, oh, my goodness, like, this is amazing. This is exactly, because I, I, I know what you mean in terms of you love seeing their faces and making them proud and confident about putting their brand forward. I mean, there's nothing more energising than having a gorgeous brand that's fun to get out there and and, um, you enjoy putting those beautiful pieces together because it just looks so good. How does it make you feel when when your clients kind of, you take that that, that client from point A to point B in that way? Yeah, I, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I suppose I feel very proud, the fact that I've, you know, helped facilitate that process and that journey for them. Um, and, yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm I'm helping their business and and, and, and them in effect. And, yeah, that that's amazing. Like I, yeah, I'm very much like a glass half full optimist rose-tinted glasses person. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like I, it does light me up. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. And, and I think too, particularly in that creative space, something that I've noticed is that when you do, when it's such an intrinsic reward, when you're when you're able to produce this this result that people can get so genuinely excited about, it just fuels that passion and fuels that that fire to 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 do a good job. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So you've designed many different brands for many different businesses. Can you share one of or two of your lessons that you've learned along the way? Yeah, sure. Um, grab a coffee and sit back. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few <laughs> lessons to share. I, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I've reflected on this recently, actually, because all of those um, reasons that I just mentioned, I've noticed people honing in on their brand for also different reasons. So. Uh, I'm currently kind of in the process of doing a real estate, um, not a rebrand, like just their marketing collateral. So they've actually got quite a strong brand presence and it it stands out like it's beautiful. Hmm. But they, you know, as you know, the marketing uh, real estate industry has been quite crazy of late. So they just wanted a more efficient way for them to onboard the, you know, the sellers. So after a sales process, we went through kind of the sales funnel um, and, yeah, they just, I realised that probably their messaging and and the way they needed to communicate what happens needed to be a bit more polished. Mm. So we went through all their touch points and the messaging uh, and we settled upon creating some infographics, some flow charts, and um, we I've created a company profile for them, which is, you know, I, th- I think it will lead to higher conversions as well as them 
saving time so it'll be easier and quicker for um their clients to say yes mm. um yeah so i i loved that too because i'm all you know i'm all about efficiency mm. um and the fact that they came to me not to rebrand but just to be more efficient in the way that their marketing collateral um serves them so, so what did you learn from that what was the learning that you took from that um the fact i suppose because i've always thought hey branding is, like i'm here to make them stand out. I'm here to um, articulate their message. But, and I suppose I still was articulating their message. I think there was just a little bit of a gap there, like a bit of a frustration where, you know, they did a sales appraisal. And then there was obviously a lot of questions, like selling a house is a big deal. So there was, um, you know, a fair bit of back and forth. And when they were so busy, um, they were just like, oh, can we can we look into this? and yeah, I, I just thought it was a really great um, initiative of them to to say, hey, branding or our marketing collateral can help us with this. Yeah, yeah. And have you got any other lessons to share? Yeah, yeah. So um, I also did a paediatric therapy business just recently and they did a brand workshop to work out the core values of the company and also the staff. And yeah, it was it was really great because the sole purpose of them doing that was to um, have staff satisfaction and retention, and also um, translate into like successful recruiting. Basically, having an amazing culture to work in. So I made an artwork, this big print of each value, and like these massive prints down the hallway. So when they go to the tea room or or into their clinic um, room they were reminded of like why they're at work and and what they stand for. And yeah, we also created it into social tiles as a like outward facing marketing as well. So yeah, I just thought that was, again, another added benefit to branding that I probably hadn't thought about um, with the customer, um, sorry, the staff retention and recruiting. Yeah. Okay. So like the learning was, um, branding ha- is more just about the external more than just the external face yes absolutely yeah exactly like it's an inward facing um environment as well so yeah, yeah it was that was really great um mm. but yeah I just I also wanted to zoom out of this branding world specifically if that was okay and just touch on my journey as a business owner so um, I'm also a wife and mum to two young kids um, and there's a lot that comes with that. Um, sometimes it feels like you're doing all the things. Um, I'm sure you can relate. Totally. Yes. <laughs> um, so as my business was growing, it did become a touch overwhelming. So I kind of experimented with a few different ways and strategies to use my time efficiently. So uh, one of the things that I tried getting up really early um, and then I also hung out really late uh, and personally that did not work for me. So, um, yeah, I, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. now and I love it because I have no disturbances the world is quiet. I have my little morning routine. I can see the sunrise out my window um, and I get my most important job done first. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's been, I know it sounds so simple, but it's been a bit of a game changer. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then also if I'm in creative mode, I put yeah. my phone on, do not disturb, and I'll close my mail and I'll just like focus yeah. on that one thing because I yeah. feel like the disturbances of being in this modern world we live in. Yeah. Is quite, um, yeah. It's, it's 
difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I can totally relate to that. My kids are a little bit older now. I've got three. One's away at school. Two, oh, um, two are teenagers, so they're so they're much more independent. But there was a time where I was the parent, you know, picking them up at, at three o'clock, and there yes. was. This was at a time too that coincided with, you know, growth of, of my business and demand in terms of the um, time I needed to, to put into the business and there's no freaking way that you could get that stuff done between the hours of, of 9 Yes, and, by the time you get home, it's like 9am and you need to leave at 2.45. 2.45 and then there's your Uber duties that come next. So um, I, for a couple of years, got up at, at four o'clock each morning to, to start my day. Um, and I found the same thing. I'm, I'm naturally a morning person anyway. Um, yes. I found the same thing in terms of that gave me pure uninterrupted time. No, no one was on email. I couldn't procrastinate. So it wasn't the fact that yes. it was just the fact that people couldn't call or email I couldn't procrastinate because I, as as much as I refreshed my, you know, social feeds or email, nothing new was coming in. <laughs> there's I no distraction. There I feel no like distraction. I'm the same. Like I, I definitely, you know, you see those memes with the thing on the back of the chair being like, please don't disturb me because I'll talk to you for an hour. Like <laughs> I'm that person. Yes. I just need to focus in on like on my work and have nothing disturbing and uh, and I think too for that creative work too it's deep work there's yes and I'm not a I'm not a graphic uh, you know I don't do the, the the creative um artistry like you do in terms of that beautiful branding that that you work on but the creativity that I need to channel is in um thought and strategy and solutions you know and, yes. and coming up with solutions to problems and thinking through and interpreting insight and data and being curious. And, and probably that's the bit of, of the process that I think requires the most uninterrupted time is that ability to be curious and wonder and, and um, create some of those ideas and solutions from the questions that, that you're asking. When you're trying to do that, you know, with the 10 minutes between appointments or when you're trying to jam it in to like an hour, I start to feel that you've got this time constraint. And yes, it doesn't happen. Yeah, you get into, yeah, you get into productivity. <laughs> it's like, I need to get it done quick, quick, quick. And and you lose that beautiful sense of curiosity and wonder and go straight into I've got to get it done mode. Yeah, absolutely. So I also found that admin was sucking a lot of my time. So I've actually mm. created branding packages to reduce that quoting time. Um, yeah. And I actually think customers like that framework as there's set prices, there's set timelines, there's a set process that they understand, you know, a lot of people have gone before them. So they know it's like, um, yeah, just I, that's been that's been super helpful. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I've also scheduled um, calendar events. So to like those weekly kind of mundane time, yes. mundane tasks. I'm basically time blocking, allocating a certain amount of time to just get it done, um, like reconciling invoices or following up on jobs or even things like um, self-care, going for a walk each day. Great idea. It's in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, seriously, if, if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. And I think that's a that's a big um 
success factor if you're looking to make sure that you fit everything in that you need to in the day, like scheduling that time. Yeah, amazing. Is um, important. Um, what do you think some of the biggest misconceptions are out there about branding? Yeah, so there are a few. I think you touched on it just before. I think the biggest misconception, like the 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 term branding is misunderstood. Mm. So people usually ask me for a logo thinking that that will solve their branding woes. Mm. And there's usually a little education process um, so that they can see that the logo is just a small part of a big jigsaw. Yes. Um, So branding is like a customer's gut feeling about a product, service or company. It ends up in their heads and in their hearts a brand is a reputation and it's a result of telling a story or providing a claim or making a pitch. So, yes, a logo is part of the branding, but it's not the sum total. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, an employee's um, behaviour in front of a customer affects your branding reputation. So it's a big word, um, but I help with the visual and copywriting aspect of branding. So I help work out um, who to communicate with, what to say, and how to show up visually so it's engaging and, you know, stop the scroll, as it were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's exactly it. That's been my experience too, that the the perception is that branding is is the logo or it's the, you, the, the, the visual um, tactics, I guess, um, of that branding piece. But forget that, it, and in fact, almost in some instances, particularly if a business hasn't got a lot of visual touch points for, for customers, uh, but does have a lot of people touch points, like yes. your people are going to be the, your brand there. So, yeah, absolutely. Not, you know, if you've just got a tiny website or, um, or you know, a tiny shop front with not much signage and you don't require a lot of other marketing, like, your people are going to be a huge part of that and that's something that people often often forget. And and one thing, and this is something that you've touched on quite a bit in terms of branding's ability to be able to create an emotional connection. Um, and, again, you know, yes, that's the visual, yes, that's the copy, yes, that's the people, yes, that's, and this is where I as a marketer become a little bit woo-woo, it's the general energy that that your your business um, radiates, and yeah, and it's totally a thing. I, yeah. I mean, it might sound woo woo, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's an it's an energetic kind of um, let's go with the vibe. It's an energetic vibe that your business really radiates. So, how do you think a brand? You know, from your perspective, like how do you think that visual aspect and that copywriting? contributes to that energy and that feeling and that emotional connection yeah absolutely um look at the end of the day we're all human and we want to connect with humans so um everything you do and say impacts the perception of you or your personal brand or your business brand and your beliefs and behavior Um, define that and you need to learn to manage it so what we do what we say what we think all needs to be in harmony so connected authentic brand consistency Um, yeah look I I suppose the the other thing is everyone's heard of Simon Sinek's quote with people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it Mm. so you know we hire people we know like and trust who share the same values as us. Um, We trust people who believe what we believe 
and we trust them more than the people that are qualified for the job. Mm. So, I mean, let that marinate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, um, that's that's right. And yeah. and and so, like one of the, um, I guess from the visual point, um, one of the key components of that visual brand is is the colours. And yeah. I mean, most people would have read, you know, somewhere at some point in their life, you know, this color means that, you know, red means danger, blue means trust or calm. Or um, is there, like, are there those sorts of considerations that you do factor into your, in, you know, when you're coming up with that color palette, are you going, oh, this colour typically means, like, how do you choose which colours to match to to a brand strategy? Yeah, yeah, sure. I was just going to jump back onto that other question real quick. Um, so I was just going to say it's really important to deep dive into strategy first. So we explore our brand values, our personality, our unique point of difference and why someone would choose you over your competitors because we want to know your story and your journey and communicate this before we start clicking that mouse and choosing colours uh, and things like that. But in answer to the colour choice question, um, I can tell you're a lover of colour, Jane, by all your branding. <laughs> it's visual magic, isn't it, colour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look, the first thing your eye registers is movement and the second thing that it registers is colour. So colour is super important and it can improve the consistency and cohesiveness of your content marketing just through this aspect alone. Um, so first things first, during my strategy workshop with my clients, um, I do ask who their competitors are because the last thing you want is to go through this whole process and have a palette that's the same as, you know, your competitor. Um, so we jump into that. But then look, building the colour palette is super fun. It's one of my favourite, like, visual aspects. Um, and a good rule of thumb is to use a light, a dark, a complementary and a bright colour. So I'm not saying, you know, a dark has to be black and a light has to be white. Um, You know, if you were a neutral, like minimal boho kind of brand, your dark could be taupe and your light could be cream and your bright could be like an olive green kind of colour. Yeah, so I think just picking all of those types of colours will help you have um, that contrast in your branding. But, you know, and also that legibility. So if you reverse colour out of the others. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, your colour also has to resonate with your audience, which mm. is why, you know, your marketing strategy or my uh, brand strategy workshop, it's really important because we want it to, yeah, resonate and convert. And, you know, um, there's there's no point having like a black and neon blue colour palette if if you are you know, we'll just go back to the boho, like, skincare brand. Like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, That's something that I've had a a few frank conversations about with (laughs) clients when they go, but I hate the colour this. It's like, yeah, but all the research shows that your target audience love this colour and you're not reflective of your target audience. <laughs> so yeah. you're not your target audience. So it's, it's a fine line, isn't it? Because yeah. also you definitely want them to be proud of the brand. You that's want them right. Forward. Like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you don't like that colour. What's something that's similar? But mm. 
will still reflect what we're trying to achieve here because, yeah, again, it just comes down to good communication and colours definitely have an effect on that. Mm, mm. Um, so a lot of small business owners use Canva. I use it. Um, it's it's cost-effective. It's so efficient. Um, and, in fact, that point's quite contentious really because some people find it like a rabbit warren and, you know, they start on Canva and five hours later emerge with one social media tile. You get your clock time out. Your time yeah, that's blocking. exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, now you've, you've created some um, Canva templates that have brought, so, so some of the clients that, that um, you've worked with of mine, you've developed their beautiful brand and then you've developed these Canva templates that bring that brand to life using the Canva platform and I guess act yes. as a bit of a guidance for small businesses so they don't go down that rabbit warren of all the things that you can do on Canva and it kind of keeps them focused and guided um, without having to use a graphic designer, of course, for every single time they want a, you know, a social tile developed. So yeah. Um, what else can you do to ensure that that branding is always on point and and looking consistent across all of the touch points? Yeah. So look, the marketing environment has changed so much since I've been to uni. Um, you know, I'm not that old, but I also won't disclose my age. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I've tried to keep abreast of technology as well as um, give clients the ability to, you know, update um, their own their own branding and continue their messaging and style because I kind of set them up for success um, and I give them a Google Drive with a, a whole bunch of brand assets and textures and layouts and icons and, and logos. And um, we also, um, after we've reinvigorated or evolved their brand, I create a brand style guide, which is a document that lists any strategy that we've done, um, as well as colours, fonts, key messages, layouts, you know, where the logo should sit on the layout, all of those type of things. Um, but I did notice a trend or, you know, a few clients were saying, oh, we've got Gabby in marketing or we've got Stacey, my assistant. She does our social media posts. Mm. And while they might be wonderful employees, they're not trained as a designer. Mm. And, you know, as you said, um, you know, they could go down the Canva rabbit warren and, yeah, they'd come up with, like, an orange post and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this content is so mismatched from what we've just created. Yeah. So um, I bridged the gap, basically. Um, I've been creating um, 20 social media tiles with, um, the client's messaging and colours and fonts and logo and any imagery that I've downloaded or any imagery that they've provided me. Mm-hmm. So they've got a custom set to use for their tem- uh, their testimonials or their Motivation Mondays or Tool Chip Tuesdays. Um, yeah, so basically there's a master file and I name it master and I've done a quick little video to show, you know, whoever's working on it to say, look, you duplicate this file and, you know, your September um marketing or, or what have you yeah you just copy and paste so that there's always that master set but mm. you've got um yeah you've got the I found it really great because it enables them to do it it's powerful but it's also becomes consistent yeah uh, yeah so look Canva's a great program I obviously design mostly in Adobe um 
creative suite. Um, but that, you know, there's a fairly hefty subscription to that and not every business owner or everyday person has that. So Canva is a great program to edit things. Um, and I've used it a few times now where I've done pitch decks or employee packs and, you know, I'll still design in Adobe, um, but for like a one-time fee, I feel like it's a good return on investment because their staff or um, the the business owner can edit, you know, a sentence or update a staff photo, um, which is, yeah, you know, businesses change and people move or, you know, you're pitching to different companies. Like, um, yeah, I just feel like it's a bit more fluid. Um, and, yeah, I'm definitely happy and able to update sentences and and what have you, but it doesn't light me up as much as creating a brand does. So it, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess it's just, you know, having that beautiful brand style guide. So because a lot of small businesses, you know, then then have to go and get the signage done on their shops or they might get their cars wrapped. They might produce a flyer that they're, you know, going to an exhibition with or an event with. There's Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely so branding's things. definitely an investment. Um and yeah, there's yeah, definitely like a one-time upfront fee kind of thing but I feel like um if I've given them the tools like in the Google Drive all of the assets like individually um saved out and I've also given them the Canva templates then it yeah it 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 helps I think yeah yeah time and money yeah and um apart from obviously having a beautiful and considered brand for yourself what do you find works well for your business with marketing what marketing do you do yeah, so look, Jane, I've got to be honest, I probably should do a bit more. <laughs> but um, look, I, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, um, I do go to some network events up here um, on the Gold Coast, which has been really great. Um, but look, what I find good is giving people value. So like basically giving away information or trade secrets or little behind the scenes or um, like yeah, I'm just kind of creating some little videos on showing people what brand positioning is and how it helps them. And yeah, so I think bite-sized chunks to help them with branding. Yeah. Um, because like um, inevitably that's kind of, it's kind of come out that I'm the trusted expert and they're too busy in their business and they're happy to outsource it to a professional. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose I'd just encourage people to not be afraid to give away um, information or educate people or yeah give value away because um yeah it's actually come back tenfold for me yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so where do you share most of that what channel would you share most of those tips on um probably more LinkedIn but uh yeah look I my Facebook's probably a bit older but yeah look I'm probably a little bit more fun on Facebook perhaps I'd like to think <laughs> but yeah look I suppose the the other thing that that is you know, I think, again, being human, being genuine, um, some top performing posts, are, you know, people showing their mess or, you know, like, and as an example, kids hanging off me during lockdown when I'm trying to work or, you know, the cat not getting off my keyboard, um, you know, or telling, you know, my story of why I started business. Mm. Um, yeah. So look, I think, I think that that's really great. Um, the only other thing when it comes to marketing, which isn't really a marketing strategy per se, but I've had amazing success with referrals over the years. 
Um, so at the conclusion of each job, I've got a little bit of a process that I follow um, where I ask if anyone, you know, at the yeah, if they would know anyone that could benefit from my services to please introduce us because I'm really grateful for each referral as it means the customer has liked the end product, like what I've given them yeah. enough to recommend me. Yeah. But also like consumers trust friends or colleagues more than a Google search. So yeah. I feel yeah. like it's a higher converting um, marketing strategy. And, and that yeah, it, it absolutely is a marketing strategy. So the, the marketing ecosystem addresses making people aware of you, getting people interested getting them to take that first sale and then what you're doing is encouraging referrals which is is kind of the next step after getting that person to to buy so that's a really key part of of a marketing um implementation of of, of a, like it's a great marketing tactic oh okay great i'm glad it's a tactic and not so much just something <laughs> No, tick that box. And it, because honestly, it's not something that a lot of people do, you know, asking okay. for the next sale, asking for the next, you know, for someone to, to to refer them is not like there's a lot of people who feel a little bit icky about that or just yeah, don't think sure. of it. And don't look, I, I definitely don't push it. Like, you know, I, I mention it and if they're busy yeah. or, you know, no one comes to mind, then that's totally fine. But Absolutely. Yeah, it's look, a it's a great tactic. And at the end of the day, sometimes you've just got to make things easy for people. So suggesting yeah. that just by very just by suggesting, hey, if you know but know know anybody else, it might actually get them thinking, oh, actually, do you know what I do? I was at a networking event the other day and someone was asking me about, you know, actually, great, I will just forward your details straight to that person because we don't necessarily, we can never assume that people will just refer us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because there's, you know, there's even an assumption, oh, I thought you were super busy, so, you know, yeah. you don't need more work. And, yeah, sure, I, I usually am super busy, but there's, you know. I, of I course said, you need oh, more work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do the branding and it's not like a retainer client, like, yeah. it's kind of, you know, in one door and, you know, there's a month or so and, and it's out again. That's so, right. So yeah. you always need the funnel, you know, generating new leads and new customers so that then you can get repeat sales and referrals and all of yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, speaking of that, if listeners would like to find out more about how you can help them with any of the beautiful branding things that you've mentioned in this this episode, and there's been a lot, how can they find you? Yeah, sure. I'd love to help them because you, what really gets me excited at the end of the day is when a business or a person has so much to give and you can see they've got a lot of knowledge, but they look crap. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean them. <laughs> I mean, like their website or their brochure or whatever. Yeah, like those people are my jam. Like, let me make you look as good as you really are. Yeah. Um, so, look, you can find me at AinsleyCampbellCreative.com. So that's A-Y-N-S-L-E-Y. And Campbell is like the soup camp bell creative. Um, Facebook is Ainsley Campbell Creative. And LinkedIn is Ainsley Campbell. So I'd love to connect with your listeners there. Don't be shy. Say hello. Send a DM. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love to love to say hello. Um, I'm going to just chuck in a curveball question here. I notice you're not on Instagram. Is that a yes. choice? Yeah, well, yeah. No. So, yeah, it came down to that overwhelm thing. So I have actually got a 
a personal account on Instagram, which I never go on. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I would like Instagram more than Facebook even, but I kind of don't want to go down the rabbit hole. So, yeah, I it's something that has been toying in the back of my mind, Jane, so maybe we should chat about that another time. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not suggesting that you necessarily should be because it is the one of the most content-hungry, well, uh, there's pros and cons. It, it is definitely one of the most content-hungry platforms that are out there and so it de- genuinely, generally does take a bit of commitment to, yeah. to the platform to make a, make a dent there. But it's, I feel um, like it's what so sells, yeah, I feel like what sells me is the visuals though, like yeah. seeing that before and after or seeing how I've, Which you is- know, like how I've communicated someone's message. So, yeah, it's something that I've grappled with a few times uh, and maybe I should just schedule it and kind of push it to Instagram just so I'm there. But, um, yeah, that that's there's no strategy behind it other than um, time is precious. (laughs) I was just interested because I don't, there's not many people that I meet now that are not on Instagram, so I was wondering if that was a conscious choice. um, Yeah. Also, I I deal mainly with business owners, so that's why I kind of jumped on the LinkedIn train a little bit. Um, And also, again, that giving away value, I feel like people appreciate that there. Um, Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ah, there you go. Well, thank you, Ainsley. Thank you for sharing your insight today and your time. And um, yes, I'm sure people would love to get in touch if, uh, if they feel like they need some of your magic with their branding. Amazing. Thanks, Jane. Thanks so much for listening to yet another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. I really do enjoy bringing you these episodes and hope that you do get a lot from them. Now, if you would like to receive even more marketing musings from myself, then be sure to head to howtodomarketing.com.au and subscribe to our email. You can also head to our Instagram at howtodomarketingacademy and click on the link on our bio to subscribe to the Friday Five. Each week, I send out five marketing bites that are designed to make marketing so much easier for small businesses. It gets delivered straight to your inbox. It's a nice, easy read. I get loads of positive feedback on it from people saying that they love getting this little burst of marketing goodness into their into their inbox each Friday. So if you'd like to get that too, head to howtodomarketing.com.au or head to our Instagram at How to Do Marketing Academy and click on the link on our bio. You've been listening to another Morgan Media Production. 